Hello and welcome to Minify, a bi-weekly rundown of technology news that piqued my interest. I am your host Richard, and I am looking forward to this episode. In this episode, we will talk about some cool updates to Firebase, about StackBlitz's new Node.js environments in browsers, about the improved deploy previews from Netlify, and about Coinbase's transition to React Native. Stay tuned! Firebase Updates Google I.O. is back after last year's absence and, among many other exciting updates, Firebase got some love as well. The emulator suite that lets developers test Firebase backend services locally on their machines is being expanded with the storage emulator. Firebase app distribution now supports Android app bundles. This newest format of native green robot apps is, according to Google, the future of publishing on the Play Store and this move should help streamline the process of transition from the older APK format. Regarding other additions, we get a new security feature for our Firebase apps called AppCheck that is now in beta. New modularized SDKs for all Firebase web SDKs that should improve the load speeds and also improve the security of the apps. We also get a bunch of new extensions that can help us with building out new features with pre-packaged bundles of code. Similar to the one they already have for Stripe, we now get one for searching through Firestore with Algolia, for sending emails with MailChimp, communicating with users with MessageBird, and analyzing user-generated content with Jigsaw's Perspective API. On top of all this, Firebase enhances Crashlytics reporting with a new dashboard and an improved search and filtering. Loads of new updates, some of them pretty cool. Thanks, Google! Introducing Web Containers For those of you who don't know, StackBlitz provides web browser IDEs and tries to get as close to the real thing as possible. The difference between StackBlitz and legacy web IDEs is that the latter are running your environment on remote machines and just stream the results back to your browser and this approach is prone to network latency and makes working offline difficult. StackBlitz has a pretty big selection of starter environments and include one for all the cool kits on the front-end libraries and frameworks block. React, Angular, Vue, Svelte, and even Ionic. This is what the offering looked like, but what they have added recently is a different beast altogether. As stated on their Twitter account, they are bringing Node.js back to its roots, the browser. With the introduction of web containers, StackBlitz is able to run Node.js servers inside your web browsers. Your web-based server environment boots up with a VS Code editor, full-blown terminal, and NPM. The web container includes a virtualized TCP network stack that is mapped to the browser's service worker API, which in turn lets you instantly create Node.js servers in the browser. Since the environment is running within the browser's security sandbox, it protects your web servers from localhost scraping attacks. And other than security, this has a lot of extremely cool goodies for us developers, so let's talk about these as well. This environment is actually faster than a local one, with package installs being 5 times as fast. It's actually so fast that it runs a fresh install on every page load, so that you can have a fresh environment every time you reload. Holy moly! On top of that, the instant development OS is in your browser, so there is no need to persist your node modules for every project you are working on. Your server in web container also runs offline, so you don't need to worry about that at all. StackBlitz has partnered with Google on this project, 
And thanks to that, and leveraging Chrome's PWA, you can install the environment you spun up as a standalone application. And in case you're wondering, reading and editing files works because of Chrome's File System Access API. If you think about it, this could actually mean you could super easily spin up an environment with your teammate's PR and check it out with the codebase and a live preview side by side super easily. This is something StackBlitz is talking about as well, and for me it's something that will make my life so much easier. All of this is available to try out right now in beta for anybody who feels like giving this a go. I definitely will. New Deploy Previews from Netlify The Deploy Previews from Netlify have always been an awesome feature and one I have always enjoyed using when working on front-end pages. And, in a recent turn of events, Netlify acquired FeaturePeak and extended the functionality of this feature. Based on the tech from FeaturePeak, the new Deploy Previews are now solving one of the shortcomings they had, and that is leaving feedback. Deploy Previews are a great tool for sharing progress, testing features, and getting feedback when you are using Netlify, because they create a unique link for each of your PRs with all the new code that is in there. This functionality stays untouched, but we now get a separate tool for leaving feedback directly in the previews. Reviewers of a Deploy Preview should now be able to leave comments, take screenshots, and even record videos, and all this feedback should be automatically added into the corresponding pull request in GitHub. The feedback and collaboration are also integrated with other tools such as Trello, Linear, and Clubhouse.io, with more integrations to follow. Next up, we have a nice write-up about Coinbase and the transition of their apps to React Native. I am a big fan of React Native, and every time I see somebody take this leap, there are two main things I am curious about. Firstly, I like to take a look at the reasons behind this, and secondly, the stats of the transition is what interests me greatly as well. Coinbase is one of the latest ones I have noticed migrating to RN, and they wrote about it in pretty good detail in their blog. During this process, they had to migrate their 200 plus screens and retrain a staff of more than 30 engineers. And that definitely doesn't sound like a lightweight task, but all things considered, it seems it was very well worth it. The main reason for the transition for Coinbase, it seems, was the scalability of the mobile team. The way they typically work on a new feature is that they pair two backend engineers with two frontend engineers for each platform. This means that for a new feature, they'd need a total of 8 engineers working on it, which seems like a lot of overhead. Transitioning to React Native reduced this number while also enabling the front-end developers to work across multiple platforms. And since their web platform was already built on React, it made the transition that much smoother. What they have found out is that web developers could become effective in React Native relatively easy. As for the statistics that they have measured, there were no regressions from the performance point of view and the tab transition time was even measured to be two times faster. The cold start time was reduced by more than one second and the business metrics showed an increase as well. The report from the dev team at Coinbase has a very positive wipe and it seems that they are benefiting greatly from this transition. We are using React Native for all our native development in Pseudolabs, and while we never migrated an app from a native one to RN, I can definitely agree that it's pretty easy for React developers to become proficient in React Native. Alright then, this is it for the fourth episode of Minify. Thanks for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next one. Cheers! <laughs>